Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Okay, Kathy Kirsten and I went rock climbing. It was pretty awesome. We learned a lot about rocks and about ourselves and about how small a ledge my big toe can hang on to. It was a really awesome experience. I learned a lot more than just rock climbing. I learned a lot about myself and about Kathy and Kirsten. So this is a good episode. I hope you enjoy it. We are taking suggestions for other kind of off the beaten path, out of our comfort zone, events we can try that are somewhere in the local Los Angeles area and can be accomplished in about three hours because we do have to pick up kids from school. So if you have any suggestions, please email me, Leanne, L-E-E-A-N-N, at wifeotp.com, or you can go to wifeotp.com and email me through the website. Thank you for showing up every week. I still love doing this podcast, and thank you for all the kind and encouraging emails everyone sends. I try to answer every single one, but I definitely read every single one, so thank you very much. And I hope you enjoy this episode about rock climbing. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. went pole dancing how long ago it's been a while like april may somewhere like that so um the three of us challenged ourselves and each other to do something kind of out of our comfort zone on a somewhat regular basis i mean it's hard to get everybody's ducks in a row and something yeah planned. and this summer sort of took out a chunk because a everybody's in different cities at this same time. totally yeah. the summer's a wash so we went rock climbing it was really fun it, it was, was awesome. amazing did yeah. you have fun yeah it was amazing I- Tell me about your experience. Who wants to go first? Kathy, you go first. <laughs> me go first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was amazing. I did not think I was going to like it nearly as much as I did. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was way more fun than I anticipated. And I actually did it. I didn't actually think I was going to be able to do it. I didn't think I'd be able to achieve it. Um, especially once we got there and they started talking about like what your holds are and how you had to do it. I was like, oh, there's no fucking way. Yeah, right. Like you're climbing literally with your toes. I was like, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> it's not even <laughs> with your toe. No way. It's almost with your toenail. Yeah. Almost. Like, yeah. It's like the nothing. Very, it's literally. tip of yes, your toe. There's like an inch. Yeah. You're going to step on that. No, no, I'm actually not. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not going to happen. So it was, yeah, it was very, very awesome. How did it make you feel? Yeah, I was surprised I could achieve it. I didn't think that was going to happen. It made you feel really cool when you got to the top and you turned around. You're like, 
oh my god, I'm a lot higher than I thought I was. <laughs> I did that by myself. <laughs> like, oh my god, Kirsten's like tiny down there. That's pretty cool. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it was wild taking pictures. Yeah. Um, like Leanne climbed first. And to take pictures and go, oh, she's like a little ant. Like my picture yeah. is sort of meaningless because right. you can barely see her up there. <laughs> right. Or like even when you were speaking, when you're like, oh, good job or whatever, like you can't actually hear. You're right. far enough away where you don't really hear people yeah. talking to you from the ground. Yes. That I didn't expect either. Right. Well, we should you also know? set the stage that it was in Malibu. Uh-huh. So we were right on the beach. Yep. Literally right on the beach. On the beach. So, so if anybody's seen Planet of the Apes, <laughs> when the Statue of <laughs> yeah. Liberty crashes or her head and her hand crashes <laughs> mm-hmm. on the beach, there's a huge rock behind her. That's called Point Doom. We climbed that huge rock that was behind the statue. It's huge. Yeah. I don't know how high that is. No, I yeah, I wonder. I should have looked it up. Hulls don't look it up. How yeah. high is Point Doom? Right. We climbed Point Doom, which yeah. was really cool. It's got to be like 100 miles. <laughs> right. It's 100 feet. It feels like that's not a so lot. So then that's 10 stories? But, uh, sorry. No. The tallest climbs can stretch 350 feet up. 350 feet up? At Pound Do- uh, Point Doom? Well, each... I don't know. It feels pretty high. Uh, 100 feet. It's 100 feet. So that's... Is that 10 stories? Mm, no. I don't think so. I don't know. It's it was pretty tall. Hundred feet <laughs> seemed really high. I don't know. It yes. may not sound high, but it I looked really high. Yes. Yeah, for some middle aged ladies who yeah. are like, I, 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 I. that's really high. What was your what do you what was your experience like? Nine, Nine, Nine stories. stories. See, I was yeah. close. See, that's good. Well, okay. I I took notes. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, good. <laughs> of course, I did. Um, well, I mean, I was really excited to do it. Um, it was really helpful that Leanne went first because Kathy and I got to watch and learn. Yeah. And it was like when you watch the Olympics and like you're watching gymnastics and you're like, oh, she do- she's not doing this. Like, first of all, I couldn't do any of the things that they could do. Like not even not forget about the flips and the whatever. I probably couldn't stand on the balance beam, you know, let right. alone walk on it, let alone do flips or whatever. But like when you're watching the Olympics you can you very easily become an expert and you see the difference between someone who's really great at something and somebody who isn't so mm-hmm. great. And you go, oh, she just needs to. Da, 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 da. So it was like that, like being able to watch you and go, oh, and sort of like extract. What am I going to do the same? What am I going to do differently? Right. So we learned so mm-hmm. much just watching one person climb up. And we learned that a lot of it is just momentum. Yeah. Because and psychological psychological yeah. because the for our first climb usually it's like the easy climb <laughs> you do right. first but in a way our first climb uh, to me it felt like the hard climb because the rock is very smooth like yeah. when they were talking about footholds i looked at it and was like where are they like there yeah. are no footholds when you think about hiking and you think about something that's maybe like half the size of your foot. I'm thinking that would be like, you know, like six, eight inches would be a foothold. No. No. There was like an inch. If that. Yeah. If that. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's not, that's not a foothold. How do I That's get- a crevice. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they're like, don't use your hands. Yeah. You're like, really? <laughs> You're giving me an inch with uh, just my again? toes? What yeah, right. Yeah. About? When in my life have I climbed without using my arms? <laughs> yeah, like, right. Yeah. It was very, um, yeah, unsettling and weird. Mm-hmm. But what I, 
What I thought was really interesting is that the first four feet off of the ground or three feet even was the hardest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took like 10 minutes. Right. It did to get going. You'd start out and go and then fall off and start out yeah. and fall off and start out and fall off. And then suddenly you're 100 feet up. And that's the easy part when you're 50 feet up. It's like, but suddenly, like we're all Spider Man and we're, you know, well, isn't that an inter- me- interesting metaphor for life? Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. And so what I wrote about that was that it, like, it felt I was the most panicky in the first three or four feet. Yeah. Um, it was slippery and it, it seemed insurmountable. I was like, oh, I guess I'm just not cut out to do this. Mm-hmm. I guess I just can't do this. And I really, like, mentally was thinking, oh, well, Leanne just did it, but. But I guess I can't do it. I guess I'm incapable of doing this. Isn't and that fascinating? Starting was so hard. And I realized that like then we got all this support and encouragement. The two people, wonderful. We had really wonderful um guides. We or, did. Um, yeah. It was um, rocks and rock and ropes um adventures. Rock yeah. and ropes adventures yeah. in Malibu. Rogerio that, and uh, Milena. Yes, yeah. they and were they wonderful. They were wonderful and really supportive, but you needed all of that support and encouragement. You guys were both down there and they were both there going, you can do it. You're oh, you're looking strong. And they're saying all of these things, which was like, I'm not looking strong. I'm like, (laughs) I'm not, I'm three feet off the ground and I'm about to fall off. (laughs) But I realized, I never realized how much um, support and encouragement we need, not just in rock climbing, but like in anything Mm -hmm. just to get off the ground. Yeah. Getting anything off the ground. And um, just to have that cheering section and then when you're like 10 feet up or 20 feet up and you sort of hit that that second wall of like going, OK, <laughs> I just did the first section. But how in the hell am I going to make it all the way up there? And to have you guys cheering and going, you are so you're so high right now. You're doing so great. And to I, it was just it was really important. But it was really that hump, like the the beginning uh-huh. was the hardest, uh-huh. hardest, hardest. And then it really is momentum takes over. Yeah. And yeah. it's like anything in life, like anytime you start a new project or it just made me think that Kathy and I both want to get the next phase of our lives career wise off the ground. And that it really like this phase that we're in is the hardest phase. And we really need, I realized I need to ask more of my friends and family to cheer me on right during mm-hmm. this phase because this is going to be the hardest part and then once the momentum gets going you're like oh i can do this right. i can do this i did all of that i can do this um from the from yeah. the ground this is one of the things i said to bert i called bert on the drive home because he was so excited that we were doing it. he was really excited for us and i told him it was three stories tall so i <laughs> Nine stories, nine stories, way more impressive. I was like, I don't know, three stories high? I have no idea. But um, I was like, you know, what was fascinating was I felt this, I felt similar in that I had a really hard time getting started. After I finished and watched you guys, I could figure out what I did wrong from watching you. So the first climb was Mm -hmm. really hard for me because I didn't understand about shifting, like straightening your leg entirely and shifting your weight. And maybe they were telling me to do that, but it wasn't processing, like seeing it and going, oh, that's what you're supposed to do was a completely different experience. But I remember going in my brain going, thinking I don't have the physical strength to do this. Like I have Mm -hmm. the will I've been working out like crazy, 
but I have really underestimated how much physical strength this takes. And I don't have the physical. I kept saying, I can't, I don't have the strength for this physically. Um, and I think that goes with my mantra lately of I'm getting old, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I always believe I could push through and my brain kept saying you can push through, but there was a part of my brain going, but you just might be not strong enough, like physically, not mentally or emotionally. I had no fear and none of, none of that withhold. It was something about my physical strength, which I didn't like, but I was watching you guys and listening to what you were saying when they were giving you direction. And it was fascinating <laughs> because yeah. Uh, Kirsten, you kept going, I can't, I can't do, I can't find it. I can't do it. I can't push. I can't, I don't have it. I can't. And I was like, that's her inner monologue. I can't, I can't, I can't. And yours was, are you sure? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Can you see what I see? I don't think you see what That's I see. True, because they were trying yeah. to tell you where yeah. to step. No, they're trying to about this. Oh, yeah, there's a foothold over by your <laughs> knee. Kept going. I don't think you can see what I see. Are you sure? No, totally. Because the <laughs> foothold, you're expecting to see <laughs> like something the size of a foot, and then yes. you see like an inch uh-huh. of rock yeah. sticking out, and like. What? Like, and first of all, they're nine stories below. Yeah. They're like, oh, but, it's right there. You're like, no, no, no. It's not right yeah. there. Like, you can't possibly <laughs> yeah. see that. There's no way. But you how funny. That to is me, really funny. It was really funny because I was like, in my brain, everything goes back to my Scientology training, <laughs> right? That one Scientology class. And I was like, okay. So Kathy, Kathy is a, I can do it myself person. That's the diagnosis. Uh-huh. I Oh, really? Oh, you can see this? Because in my brain, I'm going, how many times have these two fucking people climbed this cliff? How, they right, do yeah. this every day. Right. They know where every foothold is on the whole sheer face of the rock. And Kathy's going, are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. I don't think you know what you're talking you're about. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think you're wrong. I think Karis was, I can't, I can't, I can't. And I was like, I don't remember. Yeah. I didn't Scientology you. But I was like, that's <laughs> not you. true. She's telling herself something that's not true over and over again. I can't, I can't find it. I can't do it. I can't push. I, I yeah. can't. And then I was going, I can do this. But can you really? I can do this, but I'm not sure you're strong enough. But uh-huh. I can do that. I kept saying, I got this. I got it in my head. I don't know what I was saying out loud. Mm-hmm. But in my brain, I kept going, I just. I'm just not strong enough, like physically. Like I got everything else, but not that one piece is missing. <laughs> and I think I do that in life too, where I go, I have everything, mm-hmm. but I can be an actress. I'm really talented, but I'm really not good looking enough. And I can be a writer, but I just don't have the time. Or or who's going to read it really? Mm-hmm. I find that one naysay yeah. that, cha- that I changed to fit the situation. And I just, I, that was the first thing I said to Bert. I was fascinated to hear. Because when you're in that extreme kind of <laughs> survival sort of place <laughs> or fighting, because we were fighting to get up that mountain, uh, or that rock. Doing something completely yeah. outside of your norm, your totally. comfort zone. And it's scary. And your skill set, yeah. like completely yes. outside of your skill set. Correct. like yeah. Totally out of our wheelhouse. I was just fascinated to hear everybody's, how they dealt with what was going on. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't think you can see what I see. You said that one time. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> Yeah, don't rely on the expert. You probably know better. Yeah. Is your name Lily Fromkin? What? <laughs> it was hysterical. <laughs> oh, anyway, that was, that was one of my big takeaways was yeah. 
how something like that, if you allow yourself the opportunity to learn, how you can reflect on how you processed the whole uh, event and say, how does that, how does that help me in my life? Mm -hmm. And how does that hold me back? Like I've always willed myself through stuff. And I really think I willed myself through that first climb because I did not understand how I was supposed to shift my body weight. And it was so physically hard that I just willed myself up. And then when I watched you guys, I went, oh, they're shifting their whole body weight over. I was trying to like, I was not doing that. I was pulling my body weight over instead of pushing it with my legs. And it was, I was doing it totally wrong. But it definitely helped going last. Like um, I'm sure, watching yeah. you guys first, I was, it definitely made it a little bit easier, I think. I right. Mean, obviously, I wasn't in a different position, but I think it. Yeah, I felt like it was a lot easier for me yeah. going second and having right. watched you and going, oh, I see what he means when he says to transfer right. weight. Right, right. Yeah. But I wasn't yeah. doing it like he said. Right. I, I wasn't doing it like right. he said. Because the second climb, not, I was like, it's not super intuitive. No, it's not. Like, and what they're saying makes sense, but it doesn't feel like it makes sense when you're there balancing on an inch wide thing with your toe and your fingernails barely touching. No, it doesn't make sense. And, you know, I very confidently right. showed up going, you know, I'm an excellent tree climber <laughs> and I, I'm really <laughs> good did. at climbing trees. It is nothing like climbing nothing. trees. <laughs> I mean, climbing trees are all your arms and yeah. balance and holding on. And <laughs> there's none of that happening. It's, and yeah. I, I literally was like, okay, I've really been focusing my workout on upper body and core. I think I'm fucked because yeah. I've been doing a lot of leg Although the work. core was really important. The core was important. The core was important, but yeah. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt your notes. What is your, what's your next <laughs> what note? What's my notes? Um, Oh, I thought it was interesting how Kathy and I had such different reactions to letting go. I think you oh, and yes. I had a similar reaction to letting go. So you climb up like maybe 20 feet or uh, yes. who knows, um, oh, over yeah, your a head, certain definitely. ways. Yeah. 20, 30 feet. And then they tell you to let go and, and to, swing. to swing, to run around, to, you know, just hang out, hang all the way back there. And, um, for me, that really got me over the hump. I let go and was like, oh, yeah, they don't have to do anything. It's not like they're down there like, you know, yeah, their yeah. muscles shaking or anything. They're just standing there. Right. It's easy for everybody. I can literally <laughs> drop. If I fall, I'm held. Yeah. It's easy. And I loved it. Yeah. It, it gave, was fun. It gave me such freedom. It just gave me mental f freedom and space to go, oh, so if I slip out of one of these inch long footholds <laughs> is not a big deal because I'm held anyway. Right. I will be held. And from then on, I feel like I really got a lot of speed and momentum going um, just because I got over that mental hurdle. But when Kathy let go, she was like, I, I don't want to do this. Like, right. I was like, it, I hate this. Said, oh my God. Make yeah. It I don't want to do this. I, yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, I felt like it totally took me out of it. I was like, I got my momentum. I'm going. Don't make me stop. Yeah. And, do that's, this, and like, that's what you said. You said, don't, don't make me stop. Yeah. I won't start again. Right. And I was like, oh, Kathy, this is the best part. Yeah. Like, right. I was like, nope, I don't want to do yeah. this. Yeah. I did not like that at all. That's it was really yeah. interesting because you were like, yeah. woohoo, this is so fun. Yeah. It was the best. I could have done yeah. that all day. <laughs> I, could have, too. I like the repelling part. I yes. The, the repelling, repelling part was, was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was so much fun. fun. It was fun. It yeah. was fascesating. I forgot about that. You're yeah. right. You the did have a very thing, different I was like, whoa, no, yeah. I want no part of this whatsoever. But it's just like what you mm -hmm. said about our different um, internal monologues. 
are just so different. Yeah. We were just looking at it from such a different place. Yeah. And yeah. It's just interesting to see the perspective on that. It is interesting. Yeah. I always like to say, why is your reaction that way? Why do you, why is that where you go positive or, or negative or whatever? Why do you, why do you, why was that it? Like, why was I going, you're just not physically strong enough. You're just not physically mm-hmm. strong enough. Why was I doing that? Um, well, it's funny that you say that because when you're, when you're now talking about this, you were like, oh, I felt like, oh, I could do this because I'm safe. I'm secure. That had never entered my mind. I didn't ever mm-hmm. worry that if I fell, I wouldn't be caught, caught yeah. or safe or whatever. So it's funny that you're talking about yeah. that because for and me, I, I, that was never part I of the I didn't have equation. that as a concrete thought. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't climbing up there thinking, oh, what if yeah, they don't yeah, catch yeah. me? But as soon as I did that, I was like, oh, this is all of a sudden that thought came into my head that I was like, oh, I'm safe. So obviously I'd been having the right, thought. Clearly a subconscious thing. Yeah, subconscious yeah. thing of like, what if I fall? What if I slip? Because right. it was really slippery. They were really it was a slippery, yeah. slick, um, smooth rock. And, and yeah. it's full of sand. We were at the yes. beach. So your sa- your shoes are full of sand. Yeah. Like it was not. Yeah. It was very slick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I did not feel that way. <laughs> I didn't feel I, I you know, I didn't feel that I would. I thought there would I thought there was going to be a gap between the falling and the catching. Oh, yeah. And, you know, my least favorite thing to do at any amusement park is a fall ride. Uh-huh. I can do yeah. any extreme roller coaster, fast, loop-de-loop, round and round, up and down, whatever. But I don't like the fall rides. Yeah. I hate I that. I, I, don't, don't, I don't ever have any interest in bungee jumping. Yeah, you're right. I was surprised. Yeah. There was no fall whatsoever. There was no it was fall. like, oh, you're just mm-hmm. leaning back and hanging out there. It's um, a taut rope. Yeah. It's not a loose. There's no slack. Right. Yeah. But I think, I, I guess I was subconsciously also afraid that there would be like a drop catch. And I thought, you know, I'm so subconsciously now focused on my neck and my Mm -hmm. back and not hurting myself. Yes. That if I had dropped catch, it would have definitely screwed up my neck and back. Mm -hmm. Like we did this one thing where they wanted us to let go and put our legs on the rock, like sit down on the rock, right? So you're sitting down vertically and then drop all the way back and lay against the rock. And because of the way the harness was on my back, there's no way I could have, it would have totally screwed up my lower back. So I couldn't do that. And he was like, go ahead, let go. And I was like, this is not fear. This is, I don't want to like not walk for a week because I've laid down on a rock upside down. So I think I, well, I think that's the, that. the difference between your internal monologue about I'm too old. Now it wasn't true. You're not too old. We're not mm-hmm. too old. We did it. We had a great time. We were yeah. successful. But I think the difference between that, because that part of my inner monologue was about my knee. Yeah. Um, because I had knee surgery in January mm-hmm. and I'm still in physical therapy and it's, it's a problem. It's an ongoing problem. And with your back, though, I mean, it is a reality that we're getting older yeah. and we have ailments and we have reason, things that are preventing us from the full expression of our athletic uh, experience or whatever, right? like, you know, trying all the things in the world. I just simply can't do some of the things that I used to be able to do. Um, so I, I think that one is probably a harder one to get out of your head because like I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, I can do it. <laughs> it was oh, I'm like, doing it. I am doing actually it. doing it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whereas to have that in your head, it's real. Like it's coming from a real place of worry. 
Yes, it was very yeah. real. I mean, I was, my legs were physically shaking yes. that first climb. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just blowing all my strength out on the first climb. I'm never going to be able to do anything else because I can't. But some <laughs> of that, I think, was um, like adrenaline I, yes, and like the, yeah, yeah, nerves, fear. Because my leg was shaking uncontrollably. And I kept thinking, oh, it's my knee. It's my knee. I'm yeah. not. I'm not capable of doing this. I'm pushing my knee too hard because I did tell my physical therapist on Monday. Um, she's like, oh, what did you do this week for, you know, did I do my physical therapy? Did I go to Pilates? What did I do? And I said, well, I don't know if I should tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> I went rock climbing and she was like, what? Where? <laughs> I said, point two. <laughs> um, she was slightly horrified. And, yeah. you know, it was like, well, how was your knee? I was actually thinking about you the next day because my knee I had like the two muscles on the side actually Uh didn't hurt but I was like oh I didn't actually remember I had muscles there and I was like I wonder how Kirsten is feeling yeah I was yeah it hurt it did (laughs) it did did hurt afterwards the next day and the next few days like it's it's not yeah it's an ongoing thing Yeah. yeah I I sat in the car closed the door took two Advil. Oh, wow. <laughs> my neck was hurting already Yeah, when uh, we were done. I, I knew it would be a mess. And I finally, it was a mess until yesterday. I went to the chiropractor yesterday and she was like, oh yeah, yeah, this is out right here. Poop, there it is. And I'm totally fine. So I definitely <laughs> tweaked my neck in that process. Yeah, it's not easy. I mean, no, it's, it's not. It was fantastic. But it was amazing. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. And that, so the second climb I thought was also really interesting because it had a different sort of psychological thing going on. There was the psychological thing of like, oh yeah, we did the first one. Yeah. We're cool. And the second climb actually had footholds. Yeah. It was like, oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, If you look at, if you looked at that rock, you'd go, oh, I could put my feet here and here and I could put my hand here. And, um, and also it was a long an edge. So you could wrap your arm around and like have some place to grasp, even if there wasn't anywhere to grasp. Um, so in a lot of ways it was a lot easier, but then there was the psychological effect, which our guides told us about. And I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not me. That's not going to affect me. (laughs) Um, they said, you know, there's a fear factor in all of the sensory stuff going on because the second climb is right on the ocean. Right. So, and the waves are crashing against the rocks and it also, it's, it's like a cliff. And so you can look right over and see all of the rocks that you would fall to your death on. Right. <laughs> you're literally, it's like the edge of the world. Yeah. Literally, yes. you're like holding on to the end and you're like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. And you it can't an hear, your hearing is even worse because of the waves crashing. Mm-hmm. It's very loud. And when they were telling me that, I really, I really thought, I, no, no, I'm above that. I'm beyond that. I'm, it's <laughs> not going to be an issue for me. And then climbing to have that sensory overload of just, literally not being able to hear when they're saying, okay, try this or do this, mm-hmm. um, that it did kind of throw me for a loop. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just interesting. It was not expecting that. Um, well, I've never thought myself a competitive person. <laughs> that was really stupid. So after you guys shinnied up the rock, the first thing I had such a hard time, it took me a long time. Uh, I was determined to go as fast as possible for my second climb. <laughs> as fast, I was like, fuck these bitches. I am blowing them off this rock. That was my whole, and I kept going, 
don't think like that, Leanne. That's not okay. It's okay. Everybody has their own pace. And I, my inner stuff was like, I'm going up this rock at the speed of a rocket. Here we go. And I did. I went as fast yeah. as I could to the top. And I was like, ocean, fuck you. Rocks below, I don't even see you. I am all about speed. Speed up this rock. I was, and afterwards, when I was in the car, I was like, wow. I think I may be a little more competitive than I ever gave myself I think it's hilarious by. that you didn't think that you were competitive. I didn't I think totally... I was competitive. Well, you know, I never played sports yeah. growing up. I, I would, If I was writing your resume, I would add that as one of my competitive. <laughs> Because I don't go, well, Kathy is blah, blah, blah. So I should be blah, blah, blah. I don't do that. You're not judgmental. but No, no, no. But I mean, like, I don't compare, like, you have a nice car, so I've got to get a nicer car. I don't do stuff like that. Yeah. Like, my competitive stuff seems to be me with me or me with, like, that physical stuff. Yeah, physical Um, stuff. I would totally see you as being competitive with physical If I work out with somebody, I am going to go faster than you. I'm going to at least be at pace with you. Uh And I just didn't really think of myself that way until that second climb. I was like, okay, okay, hold on here. This was my idea. This is my podcast. I've been working out for weeks. How dare they? You cannot go up that hill faster than me. You cannot up the rock. So I am going to go up fast. And then when he had me do the other one, Uh so there was a third climb and he had me do the third climb as... Who was doing, doing as Kirsten was doing her second climb up the side of the cliff. So I was climbing at the same time as you. And I was, again, determined to beat you to the top. (laughs) And then he had me stand there the whole time and like take pictures and videos. And and I was like, yeah, it's because it's because I'm the leader. (laughs) (laughs) It's so stupid. Uh But that's what my brain was doing. You see, you see, I am. I am a good climber. I am. See, I just proved it. He knows it too. See, he knows. It's so stupid. It's so stupid when it's really not a competition at all. No, but- I even dropped out of the the third climb. I did halfway and was like, I don't know if this is psychological or it really is my knee talking, but I'm done. Yeah. And the next day I was glad. That, and like when I was driving home, I thought, oh, I probably could have made it up. Maybe I should have done that. And the next day my knee was really hurting oh, and yeah. I thought good call I it was a good call that's when you get injured yeah that's when you get injured when you get really fatigued that. yeah yeah it's pretty funny I I, I yeah. think I think it's good for me to um embrace that competitive person neither of my kids are competitive like that um but Bert and I are both very competitive in that way. Like in that Bert's like, no, I can run a marathon without any training. Mm-hmm. That's right. a different kind of competitiveness. It's not against another person necessarily. It's against himself. But um, and, he, and Sober October, he's very competitive during Sober October. But I think, I guess it's a good quality. I just never really thought of myself that way. And it was just so blatantly obvious in my blunt brain that day. <laughs> Because the whole thing, you know, like the theme of the podcast is what can I learn from this experience? Not just have the experience and have fun and say, well, that was awesome. But what can I learn about myself and about you guys and about, you know, psychology in general um, when when you do something that's really out of your comfort zone? It's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. It was really exhilarating. It was. Mm -hmm. It really, I mean... I don't know about you guys, but I was like the rest of the day. I was like, 
just, just sort of floating and just feeling pretty, just feeling good about life. So funny. Like I kept saying, like everyone I told about it, I was like, this is so awesome. Oh my God, it's so great. And people were like, yeah. I'm like, what? Like nobody was excited about it as I was. My yeah. kids are like, oh, they forgot to ask. I went. I was like, seriously? Stupid kids. You know, I had the same like, thing. Okay. Yeah. And then I was telling other people, I was like, we have to go. This is so fun. They're like, all right. Well, Vivian had done Whatever. it before. And uh, like so Debbie Downer is uh, like, right? what's wrong with all when you When I picked it's Vivian so up from school, she was she was really into it. She was like, oh, oh I was rock climbing. Oh, because she had done it. Because she had done it. Right. Yeah. And she knew yes. how exciting it was. And yeah. Well, Bert was really yeah. excited on the phone. And then when I got home, he was like, awesome. So anyway, I was wondering, do you want to go do this for me? And what about me? And how about me? And I was like, oh, what happened to that excitement that was on the phone? I was so proud of myself. And you were so proud of me. Can I have that like face to face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've already said it. And it's so funny because I do that to him all the time where he will call yeah. me about something he's really excited about. And I've been like, that's amazing on the phone. And he gets home and I'm like, Okay, so let's go get lunch. Moving and he's on. like, wait a, wait a minute. So yeah. I did. That's a really good point. Uh -huh. I feel like in general, not even just for good news, but for processing things in general, we spend so much time like on the phone or texting um, people out of necessity because he's away and, yeah. you know, people work long hours and whatever. But um, the necessity of processing that in person, face to face, um, I think I do that a lot, too. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it till this moment. Right. I just put that mm. two and two together that I actually do that to him all the time. Because he has good news all the time. You know, he's always got something big cooking. <laughs> um, so, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll just have a different perspective next time he comes home after having talked to me on the phone with some good news. Because I really was like, come on. Yeah. I just went rock climbing. <laughs> That's a big deal for me. It was really hard. I felt the same way. I was very exhilarated the whole day. I was very proud of myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was very impressed with myself. Not, not just because I rock climbed, but because of this whole journey of this podcast, right? And that I started something that I'm still doing and that I'm still trying to add more things to. That yeah. made me feel really... Um, keep it fresh. Try something yeah. new. Exactly. You're doing all of those things. And keep yeah. growing. And to yeah. keep yeah. growing and to give myself and us opportunities to grow publicly so to speak because yeah. I think that public um display of growth helps people want to grow themselves right yeah. to say oh well if they can go rock climbing then I can do that too uh why not I mean one of the most inspiring stories is what this guy that Bert inspired to lose a bunch of weight Vance Hines mm -hmm. so inspiring the guy weighed I don't know like 400 pounds or something and he saw Bert run a 5K, I think, without any training. And he was like, well, if he can do that, then I can do that too. I just have to start small and build up. And now he weighs less than Bert. I wow. mean, he Good lost a lot of weight. And he kept he kept emailing Bert and stuff. And they were in touch with each other. And Diamond Dallas Page was another big inspiration for Vance. And he lost 200 pounds. He was 475. He lost 200 wow. pounds. He was 475. Wow. So he's That's not great. smaller than Bert then. I thought he was approaching yeah. Bert's. Bert was 20 pounds heavier. Yeah, yeah. Weeks ago. Okay, fine. Maybe yeah. so. <laughs> um, he Vance. was catching up with Vance. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oops. Oh, well, but that's, you know, not that that needs to be publicly known, but I, I think 
I don't know, the way I was raised, my my grandparents really wanted to pass something on, you know, and teach teach something to people, not just not just give them something or ignore them or whatever. They really I mean, I was brought up in my little family culture where you you teach things to your kids and you give them things like that. And and not even just to your kids, but to your community, everybody. Um, my aunts are that way, and my dad's definitely that way. And I, I don't know. I think that's the way we should be. We should be intending to have everybody grow in a positive way, whatever we can do to contribute, including rock climbing. <laughs> I think just doing, like, a challenging physical feat, like rock climbing or you know, whether it's a 5k for someone or a marathon or a, whatever the thing is or hiking, like, um, there's something, I mean, it's, it's such an easy metaphor and it's really, it's very easy to absorb that metaphor while you're doing it. We own, we spent like what, three hours rock climbing yeah, and the metaphor was absorbed. Right. Very, right. very like, just sort of organically right because you're doing the movement and it's like oh <laughs> oh this is what I need to do when doing whatever else like right. growing a new business or parenting or whatever you know it's interesting let's talk about the metaphors okay one one is it's really hard to get started right yeah mm-hmm. and all the self-talk and the chatter and the negative chatter for the first three feet of the climb how does that where does that show up in your life? How does that slow you down in your life? And another thing one of you just said was it, the climb was about momentum, right? Yeah. If you get this momentum going, then the climb is almost effortless. I had no momentum in that first climb. I would like step, okay, now where's my next hold? Oh my God, I haven't shifted my weight. I'm like leaning on the wrong weight. Now step in. I had no momentum. And how difficult it was to climb with no momentum. So same is true in building a business, right? Mm -hmm. You have a little momentum. You have to take advantage of that momentum and keep it going. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And to trust, to have a certain amount of blind trust with education. So there's, you know, the educated component, which is, oh, we're not going to like these ropes are secured in a way that if I fall, I'm going to be okay. I'm safe. Um, So if you, you know, if you build in your safety net for whatever the thing is, then to just, you know, to just have the blind faith. Right. And go to step into the unknown, because there were times when I had really good momentum going, I was stepping on places that were not footholds. Like I just, you know, you just kept going. And um, that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true of life, too, I think. Sometimes uh-huh. you, you step on things that aren't footholds and it gets you from to the next place. Yeah. Right. Right? That, yeah, that if you just keep going fast enough and just, <laughs> you know, work it, work right. through it. Keep then, your eye on the prize. Yeah. So to speak. Or the Safety top set up. The, yeah. The, yeah. If you have your support system in place, then. Yeah. And I know. can't emphasize enough for me how important the support section was. And that is something I did not know about myself. I think of myself as very a self-contained unit and right. that I like I'm an upholder. And if I set a goal, I'll do it regardless of whether or not I have support or don't. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> having the support and having a cheering section was so helpful. It really it was like, well, they think that I can do it. They're not saying, oh, what about your knee? You're looking 
oh, I don't know. She's looking iffy up there. Um, just having that support, especially in the beginning. And to me, um, I was likening it to um, speaking. I know we talked in the past podcast about me not speaking out loud what I want to do, what the next step mm-hmm. is or what I want, like needs or wants. And um, that to me, that just spoke a lot to like how important that is, because if you don't speak it, then you don't have the cheering section. So right. um that and it's yeah. not clear sometimes if you have an abstract idea of what you want, when you actually articulate that, you can make it very specific. Yeah. But if you say, you know, in your brain, you're Kathy imagining these beautiful food gift baskets. But until you say, you know what, I want a business that makes um, artisan artisan uh, snacks and desserts that's delivered locally in California just for now. That's my goal. Then you can yes. start taking steps toward that goal. But if you go, well, I want to, I want to own a business that has food. <laughs> well, yeah, no, you're you right. right. So the then, more specific you, you your idea is, the more specific your goals can be. But also, just saying it out loud, yes. then yeah, it's yeah. like your friends can go, Kathy, how's that right. going? You can be held accountable. Yeah. yeah, right. Which I know I certainly need. Yeah, and I imagine other people do too. You know. So while there is the support system, it's also a little bit of like, okay, so you've put this out in the yeah. world. Now shut up or put up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, you got to do it. And that's why the start is the scariest yes. part because mm-hmm. putting it out there and going, I don't know if I have what it takes to sustain this, like to get mm-hmm. to that first three feet to go, I don't know, I guess, I guess I wasn't built for rock climbing. Right. And like they, our guides would tell us that you're, you can't stick out your butt. You have to be. So that was the part where the core came in. You have yeah. to like be compact. And Leanne and I were like, our butts naturally stick out. Like, <laughs> what do you do if you have a naturally sticking out butt? Right. Um, so I literally getting that three feet, I was thinking, oh, well, I guess my naturally sticking out butt is not working. I, I'm not built for rock climbing. My so ass is too it. large for the sport. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my ass is causing me serious balance issues. Yes. And this, there's nothing I can do about my ass. I know. Baby got back. I mean. Baby what? got back. Yeah. Baby, let me tell you, I got back too. And uh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, you know what's interesting to me as you're saying that? So you're saying you didn't really realize how important support was in starting a project. Yeah. Okay. I perhaps didn't understand how much competition is important to me. Mm-hmm. So it's no fun to compete against yourself, right? Every project I've ever barreled through, I've had a partner in some capacity. Yesterday, we had a meeting about Girl Scouts, right? When you left, I thought, <laughs> sorry, I may be telling you too much about my inner dialogue, but I go, I am typing this camping agenda up now, and I'm going to have it in their email before Kathy gets home, because that will blow her mind. <laughs> yeah, my mind That's was blown that, at how fast it was. I thought, my God. That's like, because it was a competition yeah. in my brain. So this is hey, so... And you know I don't check email, right? I know so, you like, don't. I don't know it's not even about you. Right, really? But I knew that on some level you're going to go, oh, she already did that? Oh, okay. That's awesome. Because well, I was happened? impressed. It's true. I run the, I, because I'm showing you that I'm running the race really fast. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. I'm going up the side yeah. of the rock really fast. I didn't make that connection until we're just talking. So maybe I don't need support like you do. Uh-huh. I need to feel like I'm either competitive or I'm showing you something or I'm proving something. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to hit this deadline because every time when we've done these deep 
um, deep think moments, any deep work that I've done, it's always been like a race. Like we will leave this hotel on Sunday with a first draft, period. It will happen. And the extremeness of staying up too late, getting up too early, eating while writing, all of that feeds me. So the gentleness of you can do it. I don't I don't think I need that. I think I need that self-imposed deadline or mm. but my my deadline with getting you the guys the Girl Scout agenda, if I were just doing it for myself, I wouldn't have done it. I did it to for you got to prove to you how fast I am somehow in my yeah. brain. So I think what needs to happen with you, the way I see it, you need to harness that for know, good right? in another area because right. although I'm impressed, I mean, we didn't we didn't need it to happen now or we didn't right. need it to happen until October 11th, really. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know, I know. So right. you, and the need, same, yeah. you need to harness that for your business yeah. and like mm-hmm. find a podcast that you want to be slightly competitive that's maybe slightly more popular than yours or uh-huh. and see what they're doing and go in their Instagram and their Facebook groups and go well what are they doing that I'm not and you need to harness it for good and well it's for a- good for girls <laughs> It's, for it's good. not that it's not for good. It's just that it's for to what end? It's, like right, Kathy wasn't even impressed. It's to have an extra camping trip at the table. Yeah, you didn't impress like, Kathy. So <laughs> right. So you. I never impressed Kathy. <laughs> Kathy constantly is going. Oh, so that's what you think? Yeah. Oh, so are you sure? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure there's I mean, a typo in here somewhere. You, so therefore, you probably spell checked everything and didn't spell it yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I do but need that's to find. True, actually, I think you're right that. Right. This is not obviously not a competition that is ever no. going to get you anything. No. But <laughs> if that is something, <laughs> you can be the leader of Girl Scouts there. Done. <laughs> Case closed. Right. Exactly. Mission accomplished. <laughs> but if that is what drives you, then how do you harness that into something that does matter? Yeah. Right? I, yeah. That's I'm just figuring this out right now because I constantly go, why don't I ABC with these other things I say I want to do, right? Mm-hmm. When I am clearly like knocking it out of the park in Girl Scouts and knocking it out. I think I'm knocking it out of the park with this podcast as far oh, as absolutely. content is concerned. Absolutely. But like the other things I want to do <clears throat> that I just don't ever start. But and and I'm I always thought it was because I was afraid to start or that I was afraid to be seen or something like that. But now I'm thinking I don't have any motivation to start, right? There's no motivation. Like my motivation to get our camping agenda done was twofold. One, we need it. Mm-hmm. And the other was I was going to get it done so fast <laughs> that somebody was going to go, look how fast she did that. Okay. That was amazing. How about this? So one of the things you've talked about doing is writing a book. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am putting it out there right now that I am writing a book. Yeah. And that awesome. is good. that is part of my plan for our Sober Momtober, our nice. organizational challenge. I'm making space for that and I'm getting butt in chair and words on the screen. Nice. So does that incite any com- competitive nature in you to go, uh-huh. well, I'm going to finish. I want to finish my book faster than Kirsten finishes her no. book. It doesn't. No, hmm. I got to figure out what that motivation yeah. is for that. I keep right. thinking I want. I want to write this book for my kids. Mm. So maybe I need to find some, I got to do it before George graduates high school. Maybe that's Mm. my plan. That's my, maybe that's my race to finish. Yeah. That's a long-term goal though. And because you're a sprinter 
and you know in your you, I think you have in the back of your mind I oh but I could crank that out in You're the last right. month I yeah. am a sprinter yeah I hadn't I, thought about that I got that. two years I don't have to think about it yet I got 15 minutes to write this camping agenda before Kathy gets home yeah. ready go you're yeah. right I hadn't thought about that yeah. I am a sprinter that's really good that's right because that's what I do <laughs> when I go to the deep work yeah is I sprint yeah. through a first draft and then I slog through the second draft I hate it I'd rather do another intense weekend and do a second draft that's a really good perspective so maybe I need a deep think weekend to just bang out okay now I understand because <laughs> Jocelyn, who's on here all the time, uh -huh. you know, is a ghostwriter. Yeah. And after we finished one of our episodes this, recently, she's, I was telling her about writing this book. And she was like, I'll give you a Saturday, a whole Saturday. And we'll just sit down and we'll just vomit out. I do this all the time. And, I, and she says, please take me up on it. Please take me up on it. And part of me goes, she doesn't really want to do that. But that would be a way for me to sprint through. Yes. And I should take her up on it. Can I, I she be a fly on the wall while you yes. guys do that? Yeah. Because yeah. that would help. That could help me. Yeah, I will. What were you What were you saying, Kathy? She wouldn't put it out there. She didn't mean no, it. No, she wouldn't. Absolutely, so, she would not. No, she wouldn't. That's like your inner monologue that's not accurate. It's, you're right. It's going, oh, no, don't, don't, don't be a bother. Right. Don't be a bother. So, okay, so I figured out now from rock climbing... <laughs> that I'm competitive and that I'm a sprinter. Clearly, I sprinted up that second climb. I, can we can we all say yes? Yes, I did? we can all agree. Yes, I totally <laughs> noticed yes. that that's what you did. Like, yeah. I mean, like smoke was flying from my feet, right? It was so fast. No. Um, and you learn you need a support. You need to say what your goals are so that people around you can support you, right? Hold you accountable. You're nodding, but I don't look. That, think that that means that you're super convinced that that's what you learned. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's yeah. That's one of the things. I mean, I think I learned a lot of things. I'm trying to. I'm still processing all mm -hmm. of the things. Well, Kathy, what was your takeaway, if any, mm -hmm. from this about life well, in general? I think life in general, like the overall lesson that it is so hard to start something. Like I hadn't really pulled that out necessarily yeah. or consciously, but that's true. And you know you fall more than you succeed in the first three feet. Right. You know, like that getting started is really challenging. And, you know, thinking sort of to what you were saying, while the support is great, it makes me massively uncomfortable. It makes me the center. And I hate yeah. that. Yeah. No, like I, I don't want that. Oh, well, likewise, Which, Kathy. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I feel the same way about that. I, it's not that I want the support it's like I felt that I needed the support to get over that hump because otherwise I would have been just like oh I guess my butt's too big I guess right. I guess my feet right. weren't designed for these little footholds I guess I guess I guess I would have sort of talked that away without everybody just being there to go no you got it you got it you got right. it and in those times when I felt like my leg was shaking uncontrollably and you guys were like, you got it. You got it. You're more than halfway up. Oh, my God. You're almost there. Yeah. That that talk um, really helped to override. It helped me stay accountable to what uh -huh. I was doing. Right. Um, yeah. But I didn't. It's not that I enjoyed it. Like a lot of the time I felt like I thought you guys were lying when you said you're more than halfway there. I thought, oh, they're lying <laughs> <laughs> because I've like I. <laughs> I run. We had a big motivation to lie to you. <laughs> I know that. Well, no, but I've I've run um I've run a lot of marathons, uh -huh. and there are people who cheer you on who are like, "You're almost there," and I'm like, 
No, empirically, I'm at mile 14. I am not almost there. I still have more than 12 miles to go. And so, you can fuck off standing over there holding a cup of water and not running, yeah. right? It's like, I appreciate the support, but let's be honest here. Like, yeah. I'm not almost there. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is where the hard work comes in. This is where the deep work comes in. So right. I I just had that in the back of my brain that I thought, no, there's no way. And there, it's really hard to gauge where you are because yeah. you can't look over your shoulder right. and... And you can't really look up. You, you can't, can't really see where you're down. going. It's yeah. hard to tell. I mean, the sun was right above us. Yeah. So it's, you know, you're blinded looking up and looking down. It's like, I see that you guys were smaller than you were when I started out. But um, there's no perspective. Yeah. So you are cl- right. honestly in the moment. Yes. You're in present time fully. You can't be in the future. Yeah. Higher up. And you can't be in the past on the ground. You have to be right where you are. Yeah. Right. Which, which to me makes, makes the challenge just the present, right? In the beginning, it seems so insurmountable because you have this whole thing ahead of you. But once you get started, then you just stay in the present, right? Yeah. So, so back to you, Kathy. What, how do you think you can apply what you learned to either starting your business or to how you process life or parent yeah, or whatever. You know, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. Cause the other piece is, you know, the fact that I'm like, are you sure? Like you <laughs> clearly don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah, right, about. Right. right? Like, even though you're the expert, even though you were the person who has done this a thousand times, I still don't trust you. I still don't uh-huh. trust that you know what you're talking about. Uh, interesting. Like, what is that? Like, what makes me think I know shit about anything? Like I don't. Right. But here I am on this rock that I'm about to fall off of. And then, like, I'm not holding on to it. I'm like, yeah, you're clearly wrong. Like, I, you know, so what is, like, how do I reconcile that? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I because do. they are nothing but supportive. Yeah. Like, all they're doing is trying to help you accomplish your mission. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. So fascinating that right? you say that because. In the conversations you and I have had about you getting your, um, I don't know what to call it. Is it food basket, gift basket? Who the fuck knows? I still need to define this a little bit more. Your business off the ground. Right. With all that Stephen has done to help you. Mm -hmm. I think that is some of your frustration. Yeah. Is that you, you don't really know how to do this either. So why am I listening to you? Right. Right. So then... That's really interesting, Kathy. How do you reconcile it? Because right. two experts are on the ground helping you climb this rock and you still don't trust or believe it entirely. So then right. how do you accept help Which is, from right. the world? How do Right. I don't know. That is something that I need to work on. That's clearly because I think you need have, to just start, period, and just make a list. Maybe... See if you could talk to an expert for one, mm-hmm. since an expert is maybe, I don't know how they got things started, but, but also just start. I think you need to just start and, and say it out loud and give yourself a deadline because if you apply it to the mountain that it was like, well, we were there. So our deadline was, these are the hours that we have here. So, you know, we're, climb we're it or don't, 11. but yeah. yeah. Um, to just maybe give yourself a deadline and to to be accountable to that deadline so that well I will say my secret goal which apparently is not about to be secret anymore is at the end of October that it will be a solid plan Yay. right well, like this good. is the that's whole great. like deep yeah. dive like yeah. power hour like how the how yeah. the hell does this happen got it uh, somehow in the month of October it's going to happen right right, right. right. so yeah. yeah i don't know that's exciting but yeah 
scary. It is scary. And you know what you is know. scary? To trust. Because I think the yeah. what's the core of I don't, I, I'm not, I'm refusing your advice, even though, Kathy, you were taking it. You were <laughs> yeah. the whole time saying, I don't think you know what you're talking about and reaching for the foothold they were telling you to get. Right. But the whole time going, I don't think you can see what I see. <laughs> and your body is betraying you, right. your words, and doing exactly what they're saying. So you're clearly compliant, so to speak, mm-hmm. or you're working with them. And right. it worked out. And it right. worked out. Right. Because they were 100% right. This little itty bitty thing is actually going to hold you. This is the next step. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, there can't possibly be the next step. <laughs> it's like it's a centimeter wide. Like there's no possible way. It and is yet, crazy. It is. I mean, it's crazy. It's really hard to mind over mm-hmm. matter. It. it is hard. But yeah. it, that is another layer, though, Kathy, that's really yes. fascinating is that you did it anyway. Your voice was saying, I don't think you know what you're talking about. I don't think you can see what I see. Right. You don't know what you're doing. And I'm listening to you anyway. So that's a real right dichotomy. And yeah. I, 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 that's awesome because you're doing it anyway. It's not like you went, you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm getting down. And I'm not doing this. I'm right. stopping. You said, you don't know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. And I'm going to I'm going to just go, OK. So you do trust Right. I guess you're right. Yeah. You do trust. I, mean, I did do. You did what everything they said. they said. Right. I think you just have to That's accept true. that you are a contrarian by nature. That you just <laughs> I don't know what you're talking to. About. <laughs> <laughs> you need to speak the opposite of it. That that's just part of your process. That's just who you are as a person. And to know that about yourself going into it. So when you are talking yourself, oh, I when see you're what you doing mean. That's something, so funny. like I so saying don't want to be that person. And you're right. I totally am. You know what's I, really funny? I, I was like, this is the secret Connie in you. It is, right? It's, it's the, the secret Connie. That I don't want of me at all. It is. I was literally just thinking that. I'm like, that is my mother. And I fucking hate every piece of that. It's and I refuse Connie. to believe Sorry. that that's me. And it's there. We should Clearly. name her. Like it's the secret Connie it's the, but no, but we all have that. I yeah, have of parts of my yes. mother in me that I really don't want to have, but I have them. So you have, right. and that's valid. They're it's there. valid. So it's how valid do you deal a, with it? And B, if you, if you use evil for good, it can be really helpful. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with being a contrarian and questioning and saying, and you're not a, you're not a negative person. You don't walk around with a cloud over right, you. But, but in those moments of, hey, let's get your business off the ground. Well, here are the eight ways it could fail. Or yeah. I don't have an answer That's to not these eight questions. Yeah. Which or is I can't exactly get a meeting with these people. what you talked about the other day on the um, Sober Momtober um, podcast. Yeah. That it's like preparing to fail. So look at like all of the things that could fail ahead right. of time. That's right. And then work those out so that it doesn't happen. Right, right. Yes, and that's a very that could be a valuable really great, quality. It's a great tool for everybody, but it could be yeah. a particularly great tool for you because your mind goes there, which is smart. It is smart to go to the opposite, to yeah. go, well, right. what about this? How do I not get stuck in the opposite? That's that the is, problem. That is the trouble. That's right. That I get stuck that's in right. the, the negative opposite right. part. You accept the negative right. and go, well, then I'm not going to do it. You need to challenge yourself to move beyond right the negative to solve the negative instead of just going to the contrarian to go, okay, then how do we solve that? Right. How do we move beyond it? To ask. Yeah, that is. Here's a simple exercise. Ask one more question, right? How do I do this? Well, how do I get a license to sell these things? Mm -hmm. Well, so-and-so says I have to go through 80 steps and I can't have this in my kitchen 
I have to have an, my own kitchen and I have to have a certain license, which requires I go back to school. What's one more question I could ask that could get one piece of that done, right? Where do I go get this mm-hmm. certificate? Okay, you go here. Okay, one more question. How long will that take me? Three months. Okay. Is there a way I can make that go faster? You know, if, if you... Questions mm. are so powerful because sometimes... That's right. Instead of taking the three months as... Uh, that's it. Is there any way I can make this right. faster? Yeah. Is there a shortcut? Is there, is, can I take tutoring? Can I pay double and go half the time? How can I make this work faster? How can I problem solve every problem until there's no problem solving left? Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you nine times out of 10, you'll find a positive path. It's not accepting that first point of view of, you know, <laughs> can you see what I see? <laughs> you were hysterical. Meanwhile, I didn't even listen to her in her talk until you started talking. I went, oh, let me let me hear what Kirsten's saying. <laughs> oh, you know what she just said? I can't, I can't, I can't. And now you're saying and a lot of swearing. There was a lot of swearing. There was too. a lot of swearing. <laughs> a lot of swearing. But Kathy, you were one of the smartest, most capable people I know. Mm. You really are. You can do anything you put your mind to. Well, you built a freaking fair with very few people really no, at the core. That. Really at the core. At the core. Now, it took a, an army to actually build it. But you've done so much with your life that yeah. proves that you can achieve anything you put your mind to. But that little secret Connie may yeah. be your biggest enemy. It, without a doubt. Yeah. How do I get, not get rid of, how do I deal with? I think how do that you is love the her? Because the how thing, do you embrace it? How exactly. do you love her? Yeah, it's really hard to love someone that it causes so much pain or drama in your life. There's parts of my mother I had to really embrace. That's part of me. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom um, was so pretty, and she used her pretty for evil. And there was a long time where I did everything I could to not be attractive. Cut my hair off. Wore wore men's clothes. Um, downed my downplayed myself massively and at a certain point in my life I went you know it's okay to be pretty just to be pretty not that I'm like you know Charlize Theron but to accept that the way I look is is okay that if I look like my mom it doesn't mean I am my mom it means I am my own person who also happens to have a nice face so that's something to be proud of and to feel lucky about. But I, years, the whole time I lived in New York, I just tried to ugly myself up. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't help. It doesn't even, it's denying who you are, really. It's denying who you really are. Is not really connected to the person who whose personality traits you may have some of. You know, that's just such a, you are nothing like your mother. I've spent a few times with your mother and I would never know you were related because, I, I mean, she's always been nice to me. But her her outer dialogue is so negative and yours is not that I would never even know that she'd raised you. Yeah. But that has become some inner dialogue for you. Maybe not all, but some. Right. Especially when, like, starting this business. I don't know. I mean, I think I've done a lot of work to make it not yeah. be my dialogue. Yeah. But it's still, I, you know, clearly there's still work to be done. We're all which onions. Is interesting. You yeah. know what I mean? It makes like, me so as mad. Much as you think you've like accomplished and grown yeah. and done all of this work. And then you're like, fuck, there's still more. Yeah. You got totally. to going, you know? That, that behavioral yeah. analyst who said to yes. me, I can see from your chart that you had trauma in your childhood. And I'm like, fuck. 
Yeah. I've been working on that childhood trauma since I was 20 and it still shows up. What have I been doing this whole time? Yeah. Just spinning my wheels, whistling Dixie. I mean, <laughs> come on. I need to get past this. I need to heal through this. It's very frustrating yeah. to see how far you've come and then have some ugly, nasty rear its head and go, seriously, it's the same problem I was dealing with when I was 20. Right. So I've done nothing. But it's how it makes you feel. No. Right. Of course it's not true, but no. you absolutely feel like that. And you're like, oh, crap. You do feel Let's like just that. start out over again. But here's yeah. a secret, people listening. If you've learned to deal with it in the past, dealing with it now is easier. So if you don't deal with it in the past, dealing with it now is really hard. So now when something comes up with my mom or anything from my past, um, date rape, anything like that, I feel like I have a little shortcut mm -hmm. to really getting to the root of what is making me feel the way that I'm feeling so that I can adjust myself or heal myself or embrace something or forgive somebody or whatever it is, it's caused a little shortcut, right? And that comes from lifelong work. So for anybody to think they're done, I used to always think I'm done. At a certain age, I went, yeah. actually, you're never done. Right. And not ever. So then I welcome times like when we go rock climbing to go, oh, I'm actually really competitive. And sometimes that may not look so good, but in some ways it's really great. And to, to welcome learning opportunities so you can shortcut and go, oh, okay, this is why I need a lot of support. And so you can harness it for good. Yeah. Because yeah. there's nothing wrong with being a contrarian. Contrarian is not the same thing as being negative. When I say that I, right. th I see you, that you're a contrarian, I don't see, it's not saying you're a negative person. It's saying you see the flip side, you know. The contrary side. Yes. Right. And that's important. It's important to the intellectual intellectual part of building a business you need to see how it's going to fail or else you're going to or else it's going to fail or else you'll right. go down that chute it's you know it's like shoots and ladders whatever that you you need to see that in order to circumvent it so I'm glad you brought right. that up because contrarian in my mind is negative but when you just explained it you're right you know I always call you when I want to know something other than what I'm thinking right you are the person I call. I call Sandy if I want someone to go in agreement with me. <laughs> and I call Kathy if I want to, to see it from a different perspective. Yeah. Because you always see something, almost always, you'll show me something that I haven't seen. I think that's how I've dealt with my mom. Right. Is that I, I cannot tolerate her perspective. So there has to be another one. Ah, so I, I think smart. I'm very good at seeing different perspectives in every situation. Even if I don't like the other perspective, even if I'm like rip roaring mad about whatever, I'm like, yeah, but maybe this person has this perspective or whatever. Right. So I think you're right. Actually, it's not always a negative thing. It no, can be incredibly positive. Yes. It's been very Except helpful in my life for growing, you to be a contrarian. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for being a contrarian. You're always the one I call where I go, there's something I'm not seeing. Mm -hmm. So Kathy will tell me what I'm not seeing. And well, you do. By being a contrarian, you, it's like, for example, like in Girl Scout, when we come up with, you know, Girl Scout plan and Leanne and I are like, oh, what about this idea? And then Kathy gives an opposite idea. It's not always like, oh, what about going to Disneyland? And Kathy's saying, no, we're not going to Disneyland. Disneyland it's, sucks. I don't want to go. It's right. also <laughs> about like, oh, well, we couldn't, we can't do this because of X, Y, Z. And Kathy will go, 
well, actually, X, Y, Z can be solved by whatever. So Mm -hmm. often the contrarianness is finding a positive solution. It's not, it's It's not a contrast. Yeah, it's a contrast. Exactly. It's a contrast, contrast, not a negative. Right, right. I just need to apply it more to myself. That's right. Right? Yes, that's right. I think you need to apply it more to yourself. Mm -hmm. Because I think, (laughs) I think that you are in some way afraid of really knowing how powerful you are of really knowing it right really owning that Mm -hmm. I think we all are on some level of really knowing what you can accomplish because all the women in my life I feel like could accomplish anything they put their mind to I think anybody on the planet can accomplish anything they put their mind to I really do and I, I don't sometimes don't feel that you feel that about yourself. I feel that you feel that about everybody else, Mm -hmm. but not you. So, and you deserve that. You deserve to feel that about yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't feel that about me either, by the way. (laughs) I don't think anybody does, but that should be our goal, right? I think our goal should be to really feel our power. Um, And I don't mean power in a negative empowerment our empowered self, right? To the, to the maximum. Um, yeah, I don't know. You have a lot of will. You're a very willful mm-hmm. person. So I think if you get your will behind this piece that's holding you back, you'll get through it. Right. You're very willful. Yeah. yeah I think it's really great you that you have a deadline, though. Yeah. It's fantastic. Right. A month from now. Right. We'll see where this conversation goes. <laughs> That's okay. You have two people here that will hold you accountable. Yes. Uh, yeah, I know. Accountability. You you no, Halston can't say anything. <laughs> Halston's the ghost in the machine. Right. He's the ghost yeah. in the machine. Um, I don't know. Wow. Rock climbing. Yeah. I had these same kind I of know, epiphanies right? with pole dancing where I was like, I don't play enough and I, mm. exercise should be fun. And, and I have stuck with that. You know, if I don't feel like exercising, I don't. And if I do, I go, well, what do I feel like doing? Do I feel like yeah. doing beach body? Do I feel like doing Pilates? Do I feel like going hiking? What do I feel like doing? And I've been doing that most of the time. And it's totally changed how I feel about working out and how much I've enjoyed it. So I really did learn from pole dancing. And I think I've applied it. I've kept it up. So I'm excited about what I've learned about rock climbing. Not just the skill of rock climbing, because I will be doing that again. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, will you ever awesome. rock climbing again? It was so oh, yeah. fun. I'm going to take the girls. Bert's done it so many times. I've already, I've already been rock climbing. But <laughs> but I'm going to apply that I'm a sprinter. I didn't know. I didn't really. I've always thought about that deep work, but I never thought that's actually how I accomplish. It is how I accomplish. I mean, we put an offer on this house, and <laughs> you're going to think I'm a nerd again. Uh, but like four days later, I had a full binder already with tear sheets from magazines and stuff. And I'd already loosely designed the whole house in like three days. <laughs> and I was like, wow. And I was telling my dad about it. My dad was like, I think you need a job. <laughs> I, said, I think I have a job, daddy. He's like, well, it's not taking up enough of your time. This is intense. And I'm like, but I think this is how I function with yeah. everything that I have to get it done right then or it won't happen. So my, I'm going to write a book by the time Georgia graduates high school is wrong. 
you're right. That's mm-hmm. wrong. I'm, I'm thinking I'm going about that totally wrong because it's too far away. That's a marathon. That's why I don't want to run a marathon. <laughs> it's too long. I was like, who wants to run for five hours or six? Forget it. So that's my takeaway from this is that I need to, anything I want done, I need to treat as a sprint, right? I have to put it in the context of a sprint and then I'll do it. Yeah. And give yourself the time for the sprint to happen. Like, no, I can't think like that. No, but no, I don't mean like, (laughs) I don't mean like the long term time. I mean, like block off a weekend for when you're going to do, do you know what I mean? To like give yourself the time for the deep work. Not to give, Um, to make. Make the time. Yes. To make myself the time. Yeah. Commit Um, to the time. Um, I have to be punitive in my talk. Give yourself. That's way too nice. Make yourself do it. You make yourself. You will You will do that. That's my motivator also. Militant uh-huh. sprinter. That should be my nickname. Militant, Militant sprinter. sprinter. Yeah. What's your nickname? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to come up with everybody's nickname, right? Willful contrarian. Yeah. Like lackadaisical no. negative Nelly. No. No, what what supported marathoner. Supported okay. so marathoner. Like okay. Okay. Willful contrarian, no. I mean, that's not No, but how do you get but, stuff accomplished? You're right. a supported marathoner. I'm a Although do you know what though? I sprinter. I work like a sprinter too. Do though you? I like yeah, I do both. It depends on the so you are a supported sprinting marathoner. <laughs> <laughs> and Kathy is a you just sprint for six hours. <laughs> Kathy is a don't make me do this, but I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm definitely not a sprinter. I mean, I don't know. Are you not a sprinter? I don't I don't know. That's a good question, actually. So when you're doing a project at home, like, mm. um, I don't know, taking the paint off of your terracotta tiles in your kitchen, <laughs> uh-huh. how did you approach that? It was more of a marathon, I think. Okay. Well, <laughs> I became slightly competitive. I was like, okay, it takes me, <laughs> it takes me this long to do five tiles. I, I totally could do six or seven. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I did seven. I bet I could get one more. In. Okay. Having yeah. run marathons, I knew though, it. So, yeah. there are, I knew it. Okay. But there, there are parts be. in a marathon that you're maybe not sprinting, but definitely pushing yourself mm-hmm. more than others. So it's yeah. like when you see the finish line in sight, that it's like, oh, I can pick this up. Like I, o- I only have a half mile to go. I can see it ahead there. So there are definitely right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you see, you are competitive. You played, you were a swimmer though, weren't you? Yeah. You're a competitive swimmer. Mm -hmm. You swam in college? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's something you need to tap into is that part. Because I was thinking about that too. One day when I was working out on Beachbody, there's this one move that I really hate. I really hate it (laughs) so much. But it is almost exactly like a cheerleading move. And I was a cheerleader all through high school and I loved being a cheerleader. So I have reframed that move into I'm cheering for one. It, it's, it's a high intensity interval, integral, interval training, however you say that. So you do one thing for one minute, right? And you take like a break and then you do another thing for another minute and then you repeat them. So every time I do this one move, I pretend in my head like I'm cheering and I get really competitive because I was a really competitive cheerleader. <laughs> I had to be on top. 
I had to be the top of the pyramid. I was not <laughs> accepting anything less than the top of the pyramid in my own brain. I had to be captain of the cheerleading team when I was a senior, period. And I did all of it. I just, that's what I did. I was so competitive that I had, I accomplished those things. So in that workout, I keep going, I'm just cheering. This is like cheering. I loved it then. I'm going to love it now. And it worked. It was just a simple mind shift. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if you can find that competitive piece you had as a swimmer mm -hmm. and put it in your work of how you can, because you know when you're swimming and you're, or you're doing any sport, like what you're talking about, there are moments when you push through past what you think you can do, like we're rock climbing, where I go, right. I don't have the strength to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, you know, I got dropped a million times because I was on top and I'd get up and go, I'm fine. Let's go. Keep going. Because you don't take the time to go, oh, my God, I just fell like two people high flat on my back and I'm probably hurt. I'm just going to move on. That competitive thing. It's the same thing in business. Oh, I just got two no's. Someone I just wanted to put my product in your store and I got two no's. Right. You know what? I'm just pushing through. I'm going to go to the next one. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, no's happen. You'll get more no's than yeses in everything. Yeah. So I wonder if you can tap into that because it's not gone. Well, no, probably not. No, it's not. Are you kidding? You just told me about redoing <laughs> your fucking floor okay. and going, I could do five. I could probably do six or seven. <laughs> it's the same exact thing. It's still yeah, there. I guess you're right. I don't think of myself as super competitive at all, actually, but maybe. I think you are. I think you've let a lot of stuff go dormant to. Uh, it's probably true. Yeah. I think you've let a lot of stuff go dormant. And I don't know. I know for me, I, I suppressed a lot of stuff to not be like my mom. And mm -hmm. some of the stuff was not even like my mom. But once you start suppressing, mm -hmm. everything gets suppressed. You know what I mean? I'm going to keep all of these things under control. And then all of a sudden you go, well, all of these things don't necessarily need to be under control. You know, I, my mom used to make so much fun of my laugh. She used to tell me, you've got to change your laugh. You what? <laughs> she said, you laugh like a chicken and no man is going to fall in love with a girl with your laugh. And I, oh, so for a long so time, gross. I just stopped laughing. I'm just, I'm just going to laugh. You know what else happened? I stopped crying too. I stopped crying. Go to cry, a movie where you cry. Beaches. Who can go to beaches and not cry? Dead. And I think they were related. Mm -hmm. I think wow. I went, if I suppress yeah. this emotion, then this other emotion is suppressed too. And then you just start suppressing everything. And you don't even know what's suppressed anymore. But if you swam in college, yeah. you were competitive. I mean, if you're getting in a pool at five o'clock in the morning every day to swim, yeah, then that's who you are. So somehow along the way, you put that, you make those things, we make those things quiet for whatever reason. I don't have time. I don't, I don't have a focus for that. Right. If, if I, it's not super necessary. It's not necessary. Or if I'm this competitive, this other pe person will feel less or whatever it is. I'm not saying that's what you do, yeah, but no, people I, do that in general. Right. If I am this bright shining star, will my spouse feel like I'm overshadowing him? So I'll keep myself small so my spouse can be big. You know, we yeah, do things like that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, Especially as women and yeah, like at school yeah. and to make girls, I feel myself doing that all the time, making myself comfortable like I want to be a comfortable presence yeah. among my peers I don't want anyone to think I'm to this or to that or to anything really 
Um, I had another idea about you, Kathy. I don't mm-hmm. know it, how you feel about this, but I remember um, when I was acting, I remember getting the advice that um, you have to have like, expect a hundred no's from auditions before you get, before you book something. Um, so expect to go on a hundred auditions. So just start your list and consider that like, it's like you're doing the work by getting the no's. And I wonder if that might work towards the contrarian nature to everything. Maybe you could start a list of everything that goes wrong with your business. Mm -hmm. Like from, from the start, like just found out I have to get the kitchen up to code or whatever, just found out like just almost like a journal, but just like a one line journal of like all of the list of all of the things that are failing on your way to making it happen because it would could be validating in the sense that, see, I was right. I knew that X, Y, Z was going to happen, but to just push beyond it anyway, because that is the expectation. It's not just, it's not just the hundred auditions for acting. It's like the hundred no's that you get in any business context. Right. Um, I don't know that. And yeah. it gets it out of your body, right? When you write yeah. it down, you can let it go. You can go, okay, those are over here. I gotcha validated yeah. voiced heard yes gotcha it's like um right. broadcast well, news ag- when holly hunter had the like gave herself <laughs> the five minutes a day to cry uh-huh. and she just like set her time you know sit down at her desk Phone and off then, the hook, <laughs> and then, yep. sob and then tissue tissue okay and then she's could be a tough bitch yeah all right. day long and um it's like giving yourself permission to have the the negativity or the nose or the contrarianness um, mm-hmm. just out there and to just go, okay, there it is. I'm Heard. doing it. Right. Yeah. I was right. <laughs> yeah. I know my, yeah. my acting teacher always said, um, you won't make money for 10 years. So just mark it off. No, for 10 years, you're going to be working on your craft. After that, you should start making money, but give yourself 10 years. And he was like, think about any business. They're not profitable for the first several years, and they're not really making money for a long time. I mean, Bert didn't start making money as a comic till he'd been doing it for like 12 years, something like that. It's a long time. It's a long haul. Everything is a long haul. Even self-work, right? If you start working on yourself emotionally, it doesn't happen overnight. It is a slow... That is a marathon. Mm -hmm. There's no way to sprint through uh, self-work and healing. There's just no way. And as the marathon comes along and you have these things, I thought I'd worked on this and they come up again. Mm-hmm. It's just how life works. But yeah, I don't know. You have any advice for me? I feel like I've just been bossy and advicey and, and uh, up the mountain first on the second climb. No. I just think, I mean, you already gave yourself the advice yeah, to I, make yourself. I no, talked we gave you the advice to like give slash make um, time for the, um, the deep work so that you can do these things that you want to accomplish and not, and to just know that you're a sprinter and to work that in, to build that in, to go, okay, how can I sprint this? How can I sprint this? Um, Instead of going, oh, I'm going to write it by the time Georgia graduates, because that's right. absurd. It's too many years. Yeah, it is. Not going to get right. done. I think, yeah, that's sort of what you talked yourself into. Embracing the fact that you are a sprinter. Yeah. And yeah. It's not going to get done unless you sprint it. So 
That's right. You know, no deadline that's two years away because then it's not happening. Right, right. That's true. You know? Yeah. (laughs) What else? Anything else? (laughs) It was really fun rock climbing with you ladies. It was really It was super fun. It was really fun. Yeah. Thanks for going on this journey with me, right? What were you going to say? Yeah, no, I was going to say it's so interesting that things like this really do manifest itself in self-work. You know what I mean? Like stuff that you would not think. I was not planning on that when we went rock climbing. I was like, all right, let's go have an adventure, right? Yeah, totally. It just seemed like a physical adventure that we were going to have that was going to last three hours. laugh about. Maybe we'd be sore afterwards, but. Almost nothing is like that for me. Yeah. I I almost everything I do, I go, well, what was going on for me in my process? Or what was going on for her and her and their process? And what was, I'm always thinking like that. Which I don't go into it thinking that way. Though. Yes, likewise. Like I'm, I think no, you no. should come out thinking like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, um, that wasn't my goal but, either. No, I know. But yeah, it was just going to be a was, fun thing that yeah. we did. Yeah. that was physical and that lasted X amount of hours. And yeah, it right. took us that long to drive to Malibu, and then it was just uh, so much more than that. I mean, it you know, it's so cliche climbing a mountain, oh, yeah. and then you know, <laughs> right? Whoa, all that I learned, but it. It was amazing how that happened in such a short amount of time, Uh because even if we had only done that first climb, which was really relatively short, like we could have gone home in an hour or so. Um, If we'd only done that one climb, I still would have taken away Mm -hmm. most of what I took away. I mean, there were layers built upon it by doing the subsequent climbs um, and by hanging up when we got to hang upside down Uh and that kind of stuff. But just doing that one thing was enough to to learn the bulk of it. So what a great lesson, right? Yeah, right. Is that when you get out of your comfort zone and you pay attention, that's when accelerated learning possibly can happen, right? right? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Accelerated learning. It was accelerated learning. Um, And you can do that doing almost anything, you know? You just have to be open and aware. Yeah. Like that's the thing, you know? I wasn't really aware that all of that could or would happen in the moment. Right. Right. I mean, it can happen anywhere. But it can happen anywhere. Yeah. Cooking dinner. If you're just open and aware. You just got to be right open to it. That's the hard part. It's how I collect quotes from my Bible is to always be open and aware. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast the other day and the, one of the people who started Pixar said something about, um, oh, I just forgot the quote. Oh, I have it right here. And I was like, I pulled over on the side of the road and wrote it down because I was like, this is going in my Bible too. It was so good. And I was just listening to a podcast about nothing super important. Um, It says, you have to swim upstream. You have to swim upstream. But if you swim upstream too long, there's probably something wrong. And I thought, that's Mm. interesting. Mm -hmm. I liked that quote. And I literally was like, that's an important thing to remember. Like sometimes things just shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. And then you should stop and go, am I on the wrong path? Am I thinking about this the wrong way? Why is this so hard? At a certain point, momentum should kick in. It's exactly what we did where it was so hard for that first 10 minutes of just getting over the three feet. And then once that happened, it was like, oh, okay. I can do this. I can get momentum. Yeah. This is meant to be. Yeah. I'm not too old, too fat, too, you know. This guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's right. At a certain point, it flowed, right? Yeah. yeah. But I thought that was a great quote because that is something that 
sometimes you don't pay attention to. When is this too hard? You know, we yeah. we bought this. We are in the process of buying this house and all of this has flowed. Now, we were trying to buy a house before this and we were roadblock, roadblock, roadblock. And mm-hmm. my, I kept saying, this is too hard. This mm-hmm. is too complicated. Mm-hmm. But I really like this house, but it's too complicated. And uh, that was the house I got stuck in the elevator. So I I wasn't completely listening to myself saying this is too hard. So and then a week later, something came up that's been pretty effortless. What a, what a great lesson in life, right? Is to go, you should listen to yourself. We should have let that house go. We should never have even wasted our time on that other house. Mm. But the hindsight. Mm. Anyway, I enjoyed it very much. I enjoyed going and doing these things with you, you ladies. And thanks for being willing to talk about the deep thoughts <laughs> that are inspired <laughs> from these outside of our box experiences. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do next? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know either. So the guy, the um, Roger, said he thought we should go parasailing. Mm-hmm. What do you think about parasailing? Shrug of the shoulder. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Does it, does I don't it do know. it for you? Well, then what can we it, come I've up with? I've never thought about it before. Uh, yeah, I've never really thought about it. I don't know that I wouldn't go. Is it on my top 10 list of things to do? Probably not, but yeah, not me either. No, you know, I don't know. But then, what do we do? I don't know. I think people need to write into you. Good idea. Comment uh, right. on Instagram and oh, look yeah. how good we are at volleyball. Set up, yeah. <laughs> Set up, spike. Set up, yeah. spike. Okay, good idea. People it's write in surf. and tell us That's what we need to try. Yeah. What do we need to try? Yeah, I know we've talked about surfing. I'm a little scared of surfing. The NASCAR thing is fun, too. Oh, the NASCAR. I totally forgot about that. Did you oh, forget yeah. about that? I forgot entirely. I know there's a place in, outside of Vegas. but No, that's we can not do it where we went to Demolition I Derby. I bet we can. No, right? we can. I took them a flyer. Okay, that's oh. what we do next, maybe, is drive NASCAR. Would you like to do that? Sure. Well, I think that would be really fun. I think that'd be super fun. I think I'd be really good at it, and I'd definitely kick your asses. <laughs> <laughs> hundred percent. I used to drag race in high school. You yeah. clearly have the will to too. kick our asses in the way that I do not have the will to kick your ass in this. I'm I'm Just fine move with aside. I'm, I'm be fine the first with one. everyone else being speedier. Wait, oh. Are we doing demolition derby or are we just racing? Combination. I'm a concerned. Combination. About Combination. Derby if you stay behind me, it'll just be racing. Oh my god. <laughs> you try to pass me? Uh-huh. I make no promises. Yeah. This okay. Is kind of. Set I'll look up, into but... that. What's that? <laughs> what'd you say it's a setup it's, it's a setup right. totally yeah. go yeah. ahead try to pass me. yeah I loved drag racing when I was in high school I used to drag race I had a fast car <laughs> and I just would I just loved it it was so much fun oh, so, so funny um, alright NASCAR I totally okay. forgot I'm glad you reminded me oh yeah I think we should do that but send Leanne ideas yes, yes still send right, me ideas yes. because right, we'll be, we may be out of them after this <laughs> that's right after NASCAR we'll be like okay what now so yeah um Leanne at wifeotp.com or you can just go to wifeotp.com and email me through the site. Either one. Any suggestions on something we could do that's outside our comfort zone? Obviously, we can't go to Switzerland and hike the Alps. Oh, my God. I mean, it's got to be something we can do while our kids are at school or in some short day trip or something like that. We can't. 
I can't have everybody like something that can be done ideally in three hours or less in three hours or less. Yes, that's right. Which was a lot of constraints. I know Bert was like, I would like for you guys to go do a run, swim, bike race in Switzerland. Switzerland (laughs) in the Alps. Yeah. Uh, So would I. And (laughs) he's like, are you interested? We're like, well, by pickup. In theory, but (laughs) yes. Are you going to teleport us and then teleport us home for pickup? So we're just, you know, we're just not just, but we're 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 moms. We're we yeah. have responsibilities. We, we have, have a day job. Right. Yeah, we have jobs. <laughs> we have jobs. Somebody's got to pick up our kids. So something that's a three hour can be done around the local LA area um, would be great. Until then, mm-hmm. we'll work on NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I think that we should get together.